Hello and happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to the very small podcast. And everybody hates Mondays, but it's not its fault. You can't do anything about it, so just give it a break. It was born that way. And how can you hate something that was born? I guarantee you one thing. It's not thinking about you. So just let it go. Move on. Get on with your life. Jesus. If you're finding it difficult to um, uh, focus, some people believe that a strict daily routine allows you to free your mind onto other more important issues. If you need to focus on another part of your life, having a set routine will help. David Lynch, filmmaker, musician, actor, and leader of this philosophy, describes his daily routine. My daily routine before I go to work is that I wake up and I brush my teeth and I use the bathroom. Then I have a a cappuccino and um, uh, some cigarettes. Then I meditate and then I have... Um, either some Amrit nectar or a small smoothie with protein powder and blueberries and peaches, and then I go to work. There you have it. Cigarettes and nectar. So uh, anything can work. If it's good enough for the man who made us believe in an eraser head, it's good enough for me. So this is the very small podcast, and we haven't really talked about anything small. Well, you know, small talk maybe, but you know, physically small. Anyway, the world's smallest man, Sultan Cousin of Turkey, stands at just 21 and a half inches tall, or as CNN writes on its website, the height of six stacked cans of baked beans. I'm sure that's not a reflection on Sultan's personality. And the world's tallest man, Chandra Badar Dangi of Nepal stands at 8 feet 3 inches tall, or as CNN writes, as tall as 17 Labradors standing on each other's back. I guess they have to give you an image so you can quantify. At an event in London, the Guinness Book of Records brought the two together, locked them in a cage with an assortment of weapons, and made them fight each other to the death. Both later died in hospital from wounds they received throughout the battle. At a recent press conference in Munich, that's in Germany, two scientists have proposed a new safety measure for children attending schools to prevent the spread of the virus. The apparatus, called the head bubble, will cover each child's head with a thin layer of transparent plastic like an astronaut's helmet. When one reporter attending the announcement asked, but how will the children breathe? The scientists looked at each other in a confused manner, with one of them turning to the camera and saying, Oh yeah. Halloween is rolling towards us like that big concrete ball in that Indiana Jones movie. And it's one of my favourite holidays, so instead of running away from it, I think I'm going to allow myself to be squashed. It's widely believed that many Halloween traditions originated from ancient Celtic harvest festivals, particularly the Gaelic festival Samhain. Such festivals may have had a pagan roots, and that Samhain itself was Christianized as Halloween by the early church. Christianized, bastardized. Hmm. Many films are based on real life. The director of the 1988 classic horror doll possession film, Child's Play, 
where a murderer transfers his soul into a children's doll using voodoo magic, recently announced that it's based on a true story. Director Tom Holland said, You'd be surprised by the amount of possessed dolls there are in circulation. Toy maker giant Mattel confirmed this and released a press statement saying that even though they try their best to exercise every toy before it goes on sale, up to 14% of every doll distributed around the world are possessed by some kind of spirit, with up to 9% of them being possessed by evil spirits, which is quite a lot really. Well, we have a very special treat for you today. We got an email in during the week from someone who asked to be on the show, something we haven't done before. So we thought, yeah, okay. And he's just walked into the studio. Mick, how are you doing? Take a seat there. How are you? Fine. Okay, great to great to have you in here. So we got an email uh, in from you during the week, said uh, that you were a magician. And you asked if you could do a few tricks on the show. Yeah, well. Okay, uh, so uh, what are you going to do for us today? What magic tricks are you going to show us? Or would you prefer to call them uh, illusions? Or I'll just show you. Okay, now this is obviously radio, so you'll have to imagine it at home there, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I'll do my best to describe it. It's a, the a first here. So uh, Mick has gotten up into the middle of the floor. Okay, so Mick has gotten into the middle of the floor. He's uh, he's just standing there with his feet together, his arms apart like a Jesus or Michael Jackson stance. He's just standing there. Now he's starting to shake a little. His face a dour, contrite, I would say. He's starting to to slightly vibrate, his head shaking, his arm shaking, his tongue is out of his mouth, and oh my god, his feet are lifting off the ground, ladies and gentlemen. He's off the ground. His feet are raising off the ground. His hips are moving slightly with the music. It's almost insane. He's about six inches off the ground. He's turning to the left, to his left, anti-clockwise, I'd say. He's just over a foot now. He's starting to spin a little quicker. He's going a little faster, still rising. Jesus, he's spinning. He's about four foot off the ground now, ladies and gentlemen. He's spinning like a bloody top. Higher and higher, his head is touching the ceiling. He's about six feet off the ground. He's slowing down a little. His neck looks a little uncomfortable, but he's slowing down. His head, it's like his body is being meshed into the ceiling. It's like he can't control himself. He's hes still up there. He's slowed down, still turning. He just looked at me. He smiled at me. He just gave me a little cheeky wink. He just touched his arse with his index finger, but you know, pretending like it was hot. Like he's coming down. He's still turning, still smiling. His face is very red. This is incredible. He's coming down. He's down. He's back in the ground. Jesus Christ. Mick! That was amazing! That was amazing! How did you do that? How did you do that, Mick? Was it was it wires or something? Yeah. Oh it was it was wires. Right. It was incredible. How long have you been uh, how long have you been practicing magic for? 
Only a few months. Only a few months? My God. Uh, how did you get into it? Why did you Why did you get into it? I lost my job. I had to do something. Got four kids and no wife. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's tough. Uh, you lost your job, yeah? Yeah. What did you do before? I was a pilot. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. You lost it because of the, uh, the, the pandemic, was it? No. Right. Okay. Probably shouldn't tell people so easily how you do the tricks. Yeah. Where's your wife? Don't know. Oh, okay. So, um, so how's the how's the magic going for you? It's a bit slow. Looking for a few gigs. You gonna do a few more tricks for us? No, that's all I got. Right. Well, you know that one was amazing. You know, and uh, how do people find you, Mick? Uh, got a got a website or anything? No. Right. So how will people get in touch with you? Um, good to call you. I don't think that's going to work. Um, why don't you get a website and you know I'll put it out there when it's ready. Yeah. Okay. Great. We'll do that. So, well, thanks, Mick. That's uh, uh, magic, Mick. Sorry, uh, that's magic, Mick. Uh, thanks, thanks very much. Well, that's it for today. I uh, hope you enjoyed the show. If you liked it, subscribe and and share it. See you next week. Bye.